You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You know what? Why not? Why not? Oh, oh let's get it going. You smell that? What's up, everybody? Welcome into the winners. Yes, sir. Nuggets go three and one on the road trip and rack up a monster win in monster. Chicago on Serbian Heritage Night. Serbian Heritage, Heritage tonight. Wow. Porter celebrates. Did you guys know that? Michael Porter, big celebrator of, Her- of Serbian Heritage Night. <laughs> he knows how much they love him over there. <laughs> they yeah. He's like, they're rooting for me. Um, <laughs> huge game tonight from the Nuggets. A great bounce back win. They they lose. They get outclassed yeah. against Boston. How are they going to respond? I thought that was one of the main storylines. They responded like a team that just came from playoff intensity to a team that could not match it, and they ran them off the court. We got great performances. First work presents always by DraftKings Sportsbook. How would you do tonight, Dev? I uh, My lock didn't do so great. Uh, mine didn't either. But <laughs> we ball. You know what we did? We got wrong. We didn't get the Nuggets wrong. We got the Bulls wrong. Yeah, that's thought, what happened. I'm serious. Like honestly, we would have probably hit our bets if the Nuggets had to play more than 25 minutes. Really, the Bulls looks horrible, and it was be, like Denver looked <laughs> so really well did. that no one got to play. So no one I got mean, to play. I'll take that every time. Yeah, that'll happen. Over here, though, I got Britton vote with me. What a bounce back game. Michael Responder Jr. Yeah, you like that one. That I was did. a good one, though. It felt good off the tips. It did feel good. It was very good when you tweeted that two hours ago. Thanks. So. Over <laughs> here, I got, I got Harrison Wynn. I love that you're just going to go through your tweets one by one tonight. <laughs> just read off the timeline. I mean, why not, man? When you got fire tweets like that, why not just read off the timeline? And then over here, I got Superstar Dev. Hey, that, that funky music. That was that type of night. So I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. You got to celebrate the wins. I mean, the Nuggets, it's so funny, man. They're 9-4. and four. This was a good win. I know it doesn't on paper. That that team didn't look very good tonight. I, I thought this was a bad game from Chicago. Totally. But you know what? This was a game that Denver came out swinging right off the bat. And yeah. um, when they lose to the Celtics by 20 points, that was a 20-point loss, but it was close at parts. You know, like Denver pulled up. You kind of go, okay, how far back are they? Then you see a game like this, and you're like, that's right. They still outclass most of the league. You know, when they get it going, they were shorthanded tonight, no bones, this or that, didn't matter. So Michael Porter rolling right away. Did you guys know who leads the Denver Nuggets in first quarter scoring? Probably Michael Porter. Yeah, it's the way I phrased it really led <laughs> Definitely you to Definitely after tonight. <laughs> no, but, he, but actually, even in coming into tonight, he was averaging six and a half points per game. I think Jokic is second at like five and a half. I mean, it's yeah. a small margin here. But nonetheless, it kind of like, if you think about it, he does come out. How often does he, we make our bet on Porter threes and oh, he has two, be, two threes in the first quarter almost every night. Every yep. time. Almost yep. every single time. Tonight, the exact same thing. He hits two threes in a row and you're like, all right, we're almost there. Uh, because I believe, I, I, at first I thought maybe because Porter's on fire, Malone switched up the rotation and was going to stagger Murray. Then it clicked on like, oh no, there's no bones. I think that was the impetus. I think they came into it. Nonetheless, Porter stayed on the court, and I'm glad he did because he was on fire. Yep. Racked up some more points. Kept it going. Jokic wheeling and dealing in this game. If he wanted to, Jokic, man, I'm telling you, people will think you know you have stat patters and blowouts. What's the opposite of stat padding? Just playing good basketball. Jokic, <laughs> Jokic is the opposite of stat padding. Tonight was the opposite. Like, he honestly could have had 30 assists tonight. He could have had 30 points. He could have had anything, and he was like, so deliberate. He was moving with pep in his step. He was playing yeah. hard, and yet his stat line, while impressive because the assists were high, I'm telling you, it didn't reflect how dominant he was in this game. And then here's the big thing. Michael Porter, I thought, playing great defense as well. Yeah. Nuggets up 32-20 to 20 after the first quarter. Bulls bench cut the lead, if you guys forgot, but that second unit actually came in and sucked their first, their first stint. And Michael Porter got three fouls. He had 15 points. I was so sad. 
Because I think Porter was going for 40 tonight if he just didn't have to go to the bench for that foul trouble. Maybe. Um, Murray was missing some shots that he usually makes early on, but the Nuggets got into the bonus, and when you bring in the Bruce Brown starting lineup because Porter was out, the Nuggets, man, just slammed the door shut going in. I mean, that group just rolled. Jokic, 12 assists, and the Nuggets were up 62-47, to 47, up 15 points going into the third quarter. In the third quarter, it was the Michael Porter Jr. show. He had 15 points at halftime, guys. Show. He had 15 points. In that third <laughs> quarter, he rose all the way up to 31 points. We doubled his output in that second quarter. Love and that. he was making everything. And not only making everything, picking his spots. Because me personally, when he had 30 points, I was like, just shoot every time. Every time. Just come down and shoot until you miss. Just keep doing it. He never would do it. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't force them. And I respect the hell out of it, even <coughs> if me personally wanted him just to shoot. Michael Porter, single, not single-handedly, everybody was playing well, but he was making all the shots, and he pushed this game into a laugher with 15, 20 minutes to go in the game. The rest of it was all Zeke just Zeke Naji nice. even got in. <laughs> the Nuggets were up so big, Michael Malone put Zeke Naji into uh. the game. Can you believe that? It was the ninth 30-point game of Michael Porter's career, and my other no last note I have here on the quick recap, Jokic was up off the bench cheering hard for Michael Porter during that stretch. Did you guys catch that? Yep. In the broadcast, I mean, mm -hmm. we don't see that all the time. We've seen it before. We don't see it all the time. I thought Jokic was very impressed with Porter's performance tonight and who wouldn't be a Nuggets roll, 126-103. All right, Dev, start us off. What's your big takeaway? Uh, my big takeaway in this one is um, how great it is to see the Nuggets start out on the right foot. They're winning the first quarter um, in a groove. I think they said that they lead the NBA in scoring for first, uh, first quarter points. Um, and it's just great to, to, to be the difference there. Um, in years past, they're fighting to get back in games. They're, they're fighting to, um, you know, try to get a, the deficit cut at the half. We're not seeing that anymore. Um, and them having those type of games, it doesn't matter if it's at home or if it's on the road. Um, they're starting with leads, and they're able to sustain those leads. I think that that's really big um, and different. Yeah, definitely different. What about you, Wind? Man, I mean, it has to be Michael Porter Jr., especially coming off that Boston game where he just did not play well, did not play a good offensive or defensive game against the Celtics. And tonight, I mean, he comes out and he just completely, you know, put that game away. He was aggressive. He was confident. He had some real great moments defensively, yeah, I thought, did. as well. A lot of moments. Particularly in the well. first half. And he was hot this entire game. Nicole Jokic kept on looking for him. That part. In transition, in the half court. The chemistry between those two guys was great. Yep. And hey, man, like, I'm always going to be thinking about the Boston game because I do think it's a storyline that of course. the first championship contender, the te first team that's looked like a championship contender this season kind of took him out of that game. Right. And I'm going to be curious to see how Porter looks against the next team right. the Nuggets play that looks like a championship contender. Chicago's not that. But for now, he puts that game behind him, and you know he continues on kind of this upward trajectory. He, he keeps trending up like he has been for much of the year. So one of the things that's so impressive to me about Porter this year is – you know, he can't make up for the Boston game against Chicago. Like, that's a different challenge. Yeah. But what I like is that Michael Porter this year has been chipping wood. Chopping wood? Chipping wood. Chopping. Chopping wood. He's been chopping wood. Chopping. Meaning he's just been, like, going to work. You know, like, totally. trying, to, trying to do the things that he's supposed to be doing. And, yes, he had a down one in the last game. And tonight, he just, again, continued to try to do the things that were going to get him you know, to be a better player and a better player for the Nuggets. And, I mean, he absolutely dominates this one. I'm actually surprised, Vote. He only had one rebound, two assists, two steals. His stat line is actually not that important outside of uh, – impressive right. outside of the 31 points. But it, the stat sheet is not telling the story of all of the impact he made tonight. You would still call that an all-around effort. Yeah, And I think sure. particularly defensively, and yes, a big note is that the Bulls didn't look great, but – we talked about maybe the aggregate length and size of the starting unit adding up to something defensively. I thought that popped tonight, particularly with Porter, even just his arms being in places, some deflections, that one steal, but really liked his engagement level the whole time. My big takeaway, though, we've talked a lot about how it's Porter quarters and then typically only Porter quarters. Yeah. It was a Porter game tonight. And so yep. whether it's himself, the coaching staff, Jokic, everyone involved – Credit to all for making this a Mike game and not a, a Porter quarter. I will also say I am tripling down on my take that he's never scoring 40 points. For, for one reason or another. <laughs> I love this For take. one reason or I another, love it. it's never happening. No, well, what, 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 do, you have a, do you have a reason for it? Well, tonight it was the foul trouble, but I just... I no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So? You don't no. think that stretch prevented I, it from... I, I, I thought you were going a different place with it. Michael Porter, when he scores, the Nuggets win big. 
Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, like tonight he had 31. It wasn't even that. He was on fire. He was six and nine from three, 11 of 16 from the field. But there's just something to Porter when he's on. The Nuggets just blow teams out. All of his big games seem to come in blowouts. And it's not blowouts because he got hot after the blowout happened. <laughs> the blowout happens because he gets hot. And there's just something about the impact he plays. Part of it is three-pointers. I mean, the Warriors have taught us this. When you get hot from three, you build big leads. But there's just something to the way he plays. And my big takeaway personally is I thought we've thought this all year, but tonight was the most I I've noticed how much Jokic looks for Michael Porter. Yes. It was right out of the package. I think Jokic came in tonight with a game plan of get everybody, you know, set the table. He was reading the court, but when Porter got hot, especially in that third quarter, I just felt like Jokic was calling his number every time down the court. Like, Hey, let's yeah. do it again. Oh, it didn't work. Let's go again. Like, let's just keep going for it. And it was a sight to behold. Yeah. yeah. That's the evolution of Michael Porter jr. Is he's now starting to see like uh, guys are overplaying me. I'm going to do this backdoor cut. I'm going to come off of a DHO and either grab it or be able to continue to move. And that's something that we haven't seen in the past. Also, um, this was the first time that I feel like, they did, like, make sure that they kept, like, riding the, the hot hand and keeping him involved. I'm shocked that he only played 24 minutes in this game because that's it insane. Seemed, it seemed like he was on the bench for a long time. Then it seemed like they put him with the second unit to just continue to right. get himself going. He was the only one that was still playing late in the game uh, by himself for a long time. But 31 points in 24 minutes, um, rather it be foul trouble or, or whatnot, he's impactful when he's on the floor this is a game that he could have been down on himself he didn't play good against boston um but he's not moping as he did in the past uh you know prior to the injuries he, he he's still just continuing to to learn um and he just looks real comfortable right now yeah nicole Jokic, he's not an idiot guys he's he's a pretty smart dude this is true. He's a, he's a pretty smart guy. He's a pretty smart basketball player. Like he knows how good of a shooter Michael Porter Jr. is. <laughs> if, if there's one thing Jokic knows about MPJ, he knows that he is a generational three-point shooter. And on a night like tonight against the Bulls team that like Denver should beat every single time, like of course Jokic is gonna look for Porter. And like that's exactly what happened tonight. He was looking for him, you know, in transition. He would always, like, go to Porter's side on the fast break. Like you said, he was calling plays for Porter. It seemed like he was just looking for him so much. So, I mean, you know Jokic appreciates Michael Porter Jr.'s three-point shot. I think Jokic has a lot of questions about other parts of MPJ's game. Sure. But just from a shooting perspective, Jokic knows how ridiculous of a shooter this guy is. And tonight, I think you saw Jokic being like, all right, he's hot. Like We're going to go to him and blow this game wide open. And right. One more note for me on Porter. Part of what helped make this a game and not just a quarter, he went out and got other kinds of buckets. He didn't just wait for threes. He put the ball on the floor. We saw some nice Euro steps. He got aggressive. I half laugh when I say this. It's the most it looked like he has a bag as a scorer. In a long oh, time. man, I love that you brought this uh, up. So, this is great. So it wasn't just because sometimes yeah. the reason why those they turn into just quarters is, well, it's threes. They're not always there. He stops taking them. Yep. But he stayed aggressive I in other this. ways, and I just thought it was a great, great approach. Um, it was actually really great. This has been one of my notes for him on the season is that his shot profile has not been quite at the rim, and he had off-the-dribble moves to the rim tonight. Yeah. He had Euro steps. He had the funky little – like. Porter has really, really good touch. Oh, yeah. And obviously, it's like, shocker, he's a good three-point shooter, and you think of the touch that he has on his three because it's a feathery three. But he has good touch on, like, weird angles, like just weird little flip shots and this or that. And he had that one tonight where he double-clutched it. Yeah. And and it was like, it, it, if I were to shoot that one, if it if I would miss, but if I were to make it, it would rattle the. It would be an ugly. Right, right. His are just like so soft. Like somehow yeah. he he has like really soft Super touch on those. Soft touch. Um, and to me, that's as encouraging as anything. Is that to your point? It wasn't just catch and shoot. It wasn't this. It was within the flow of the offense, but it included some some right. off the dribble stuff. Right. And your point about Jokic, the other stuff we should talk about the defense this or that, but even just the shot selection to me, we're what 14, 13, 14 games into the season. What are we? 13? 13 games into the season. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't think Porter has had a game where he has been bad about his shot selection. I agree. That's, this might be the longest stretch of Porter's career. There now, it's not to say he's he tonight even took a shot that was a little forced. He was on fire, so he earned it. Right. But I'm saying it, there hasn't been a game where I've been yeah. like, man, he was forcing some stuff tonight. Yeah. And I think that speaks to Porter's maturity and his growth mm. because I mean, if you've watched Michael Porter Jr. throughout his basketball career from high school through his first couple years in Denver to where he is now, he 
has taken some terrible shots before. Yeah. <laughs> like his shot selection has not been the greatest in the past. But talking to him, listening to what he's had to say this year and how he's tried to fit into this offense, I think it's just been a concerted effort by him to play smart basketball, try to play the right way as much as possible when he's alongside Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray in that starting lineup. And just to, like I said, play the right way. Just mm. play how you know the Nuggets want to play. And so he could be you know launching some crazy stuff if he really wanted to. I feel like in the back of his head, he kind of does, but <laughs> I think he's because it's not that crazy yeah. with him, but he, right. you're right that he still has to I rein that in. I think he's contained he his game to a, a really nice amount to mm. be in the starting lineup right now. You he's know what else coachable. he had tonight, Dev? What's that? A 29-foot three-pointer, and the reason I bring this up, he, Bones is a really good deep three-shooter. Most so Some true. guys just aren't. Porter, I think last game or the game before, I don't remember what it was. He took a really deep unforced three and it missed the rim and went to like not a deep. It's shooter. just it's just not, a different shot. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I love this because I think Porter is the type of guy. Some players will see Bones taking those and goes, "That's his thing. That's his, like, he does that." But that's not me. I feel like Porter. He's taken a few of them this year where I wonder if he's like, you know, that's a good weapon. I should work on that. I'm a great three point shooter. Why don't I work on extending my game? He hit one tonight. Yeah, that makes it way scarier to, to defend him. If you got to defend him as soon as he touches it from half court, then he's moving without the ball. Then he's getting dunks. And then he's, you know, he's doing everything. So um, yeah. he's adding so much to his game this year, and it's just like all on display. Um, and that's while also still learning how to play in this unit, how to move without the ball and just play Jokic-style basketball. Like, um, MPJ, is he's just really learning it all and just playing really well. Yeah. And then on top of it, just the, the defensive effort, um, you know, the rotations, I just thought he was very good tonight, and you need that. Like, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been the same if it was all offense, but he is having blown coverages and guys were scoring him. I thought he did a very, very good job recusing himself on that end. The other guy, it's funny, at halftime I texted Kale King of the Game. Oh, by the way, DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game. It is... Michael Porter Jr., 31 points, 6 at 9 3, plus 23. And it's funny because I texted Kale at halftime, king of the game is Jokic. I just was like, Jokic is halftime. He had 12 assists, and you're like, he's so dominant. And Jokic could have easily, in my opinion, been king of the game. He was a game high plus 29. He was 4 of 4 from the field tonight. He took just four shots, made them all. His career high was 18 assists. He mm. only ended up with 14, almost disappointing. But man, even the 14 assists doesn't tell the story of how much Jokic controlled the game tonight as a passer because he had a lot of hockey assists tonight. He had a lot of just like running things and then telling them like, no, you guys now. You, yep, perfect. Right. Let me get out. I set the table. Now you guys just take advantage of it. To me, this was one of those like Jokic was on such a different level tonight that he allowed the game to go the way it did. He was too good to win king of the game. He was too good to he win king of the game. He was in too much control of the game. He and we, we see that from him, you know? And that's... He was... This may have been the most he's dominated a game to me this season. I don't know if that's short memory. I... They all blur together. But I mean, you're right. But honestly, Chicago was so bad. Tonight was such a laugher that I think you might be right. Just in terms of full control, I thought he dictated everything. So... Yeah, I mean it's you can't you can't complain with that effort. This game was a what did he play tonight? Twenty eight minutes. It was twenty eight minutes of Jokic doing the thing, where he points around and then gets what he wants. It yeah. was all game. You want to talk about being in complete control and it arguably being like his best game of the year? This has to be the first time like since rookie year that he has no free throws, no uh, <laughs> no fouls in a game. No fouls. And he's no free still, throws, you're right. No free throws, no fouls. That That's just wild. doesn't even make – you have to sit How the entire game. Jokic took the night off, guys. Took the night off and, and <laughs> still did. was a, a, a plus 29 in the game. He was yeah. the only starter not to get into to double digits, and it's not because he couldn't score. He went 4-4. Four four. He scored every single time <laughs> that he shot the ball. He could have right. shot the ball a lot more. He was right. just like, hey yeah. – let me just deal in different ways where I'm just doing the thing. Um, so this was like uh, this was like beyond elite, where you're just really like this is too easy for me. Like it's it's boring. It's boring for him tonight. Yeah, I mean this was the perfect game probably from Nikola Jokic's perspective. Like this is how he clearly wanted to play tonight. He didn't even have to rebound. What? How much energy did he expend tonight? Like 10% of what he usually does? 
tonight was so, and it's funny because he gets two nights off. The Nuggets don't play again until Wednesday, which yeah. sucks. What a bummer! But they don't play again until Wednesday. He really gets a nice. I I expect the Knicks game. He's gonna be very fresh. God, that's I agree. another game he usually plays well in. By the way, the Knicks. It's an opponent he typically steps up against. Tonight. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Plus twenty nine also for Jokic tonight. Just absolutely dominant, and he probably could have had thirty one. Like Michael Porter had thirty one. It's so funny because there were moments in this game. I again, in hindsight, I don't think he did anything wrong. But as I'm sitting watching the game, there are moments where I'm like, all right. You know, at the, the second unit blows. They're up fourteen. It's down to like six or something. Yoke checks back in. I'm like, all right, he's got to take over as a score, like just score a few to settle me down or settle the team down. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm yeah. just gonna keep passing. I, I just, know what I'm doing, man. I just love the approach he's had to open this season. Yeah, I, I really, really do. I, I just love how he's gotten into this facilitator mode and made it a point to get everybody going because he's able to do that this season in a way he hasn't in years past because there's just so much more talent on the roster this year than there's ever been. The Nuggets starting five, especially the group he's playing most of the minutes with is just way better, you know, than it's ever been. There's just more talent. And so he can do that. And I really think him expending this little energy this early, this early in the year and just the little wear and tear that he's experiencing on his body right now, I think that's really going to pay dividends in May, you know, in the playoffs. I I just think how casually he's able to play right now and just not overwork himself. That's going to help him in the long run, not tiring out this year. It's funny because the running up and down the court, you can't avoid that. It's basketball. You're going to do that. But you are right that it's just the banging inside. Six rebounds is actually really low for him. Um, And then zero fouls. This is not a physical game at all, man. This was... There was no tax on his, but I don't even know if he iced after the game. Yeah. I was, yeah. That's actually kind of why I was surprised to see the fatigue question because I feel like this is the least that's been a factor in Jokic's start yeah. in a long time. Um, he was great tonight. He could have easily been king of the game if it weren't for Michael Porter going nuclear. Uh, really, all three quarters that he played. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we'll get to the rest of the guys, uh, including, guys, we went to Browntown tonight. It's been a while. Brown Been town. a while since we went to downtown Brown You're town. in Brown Town now. Brown Town. <laughs> Guys, hasslecattlecompany.com. Go there right now. Pick out what Wagyu beef you want. Put it in your shopping cart. Get your bag of beef delivered to your doorstep for 20% off with the code DNVR20. Again, hasslecattlecompany.com. They've got the best Wagyu beef around. Uh, it's the choice of home cooks and restaurant chefs alike, full of flavor. The marbling is fantastic. You're also going to save money in the long run if you eat a lot of beef. Make it Hassle Cattle Company. Make it Wagyu Beef. HassleCattleCompany.com to secure your bag of beef. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. That's code DNVR20 at HassleCattleCompany.com for 20% off your entire purchase. Also, if you're looking for tickets to sporting events, concerts, shows, Broncos tickets, Nuggets tickets, Avs tickets this season. Check out the Damn, Game Time app. Most importantly, use the link right below in the description. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, really there's a link right there in the description. If you're listening to this like as this a one. podcast, it's right below in the podcast description. Uh, Game Time has these great last-minute price drops. Don't go try to compare all those different third-party sites. I'm not going to say the names of any of them. Just use game time. Seat nerd. It's your stop. That's probably one of them. You're giving publicity to seatnerd.com. Use the game time app. Use our link in the description for tickets to concerts, shows, sporting events, whatever you need this year. All right, back here, DMVR Nuggets podcast. Uh, Want to remind you, if you guys ever missed the show, it's also always in podcast form. We love you guys hanging out here on YouTube with us live with the fellas. Chat, someone just dropped Embiid's historic line in the chat is just we don't, we don't <laughs> care bro we don't care i love it i love it yeah like what we, get out of here what do we what do we care about that uh, we had yoke go four for four tonight come on what's what's philly's record right now i don't even know are they bad what's the nuggets record oh they're leading the west oh okay uh, shout out Denver's leading the west shout tied for the best record in the west <laughs> oh <laughs> really yeah the utah's lost Courtesy i love i love oh, this yeah. thank you Embiid. thanks Embiid. oh yeah that's right <laughs> i love that denver love that has uh 
four home games, and that that's like really impressive. Somebody in the chat earlier was like, "Does do Nuggets ever play at home?" They, I'm telling you, this, this schedule is ridiculous, man. It's like really is kind of a crazy uh, start to the season. Um, guys, another note for me, like we'll get to Gordon probably a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about KCP, maybe I don't know. But the story to me was that we Christian Brown tonight played 26 minutes. <laughs> Part of me wonders, Dev, if Michael Malo- Jokic, I predicted a big game this year, you know, scoring wise. He had a big game, just not scoring. Did the Nuggets know this was going to be easy tonight? Michael Malone gives him 26 minutes back in the rotation, and I thought he played great tonight. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe. But I think a little bit is just like matchup, like matchup dependent. Brown just seems to um, – teams that have good guards, he plays in those type of games that he wants to get them out. Plus, you want to keep um, the starters fresh. Um, I'm – I'm shocked that Brown is not playing more, but I did expect for him to play in this game a lot. And we got to see him like still continue to be confident in himself the entire time that he's out there. He's running the floor, very active on defense. Seems like he's always in a fast break situation. Like every single time that they're on the floor, they just seem to just be running um, and, and out and gunning. And he's just like a young guy that just seems to get it. He understands that like some night is some nights is going to be his. Sometimes it's not. He doesn't, you know, mope or anything like that. He's still playing hard every single time that he's out there. Um, and that's what you have to learn as a young guy. So um, having him play 26 minutes uh, and play well the entire time, um, good for that second unit because there is going to be nights that you need him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy Christian Brown's back in the rotation. Thank you, Michael Malone. Is he back in the rotation? No. What? <laughs> no, he's not. I what? mean, he was tonight. I'm with Dev. Like, I mean, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Wow. Bones was out. You know, like all right. Well, end of uh, a road trip. <laughs> Wait till uh, after the Knicks game to see what I say on that post game show. Oh, he's if not. He's going not to be playing in the Knicks game. <laughs> and well, you're going to be shocked. <laughs> I'm. I hope I'm on that post game show. Um, I think Christian Brown should absolutely be in the rotation. I think he should be playing every game. I think Nuggets should be playing a ten man rotation. I know Bones is out right now, but um, Christian Brown's good, man. I, I think he's legit good. I think he's an, a rotation caliber player for a playoff team. And like that's what the Nuggets are. And I think he fits right in. He helps them defensively. He had two more steals tonight. He hit a three tonight. Doesn't seem like the game's too fast for him. He had a nice finish tonight among the trees. So I think a reason he played 26 minutes was obviously because of the blowout. Right. But the fact that he was back in the rotation, I thought was great. I don't think he should leave the rotation. And I'm going to be very pissed if he does. It was good to see him, to your point, score, hit a three. By the way, his feet were so off on that three. Did you notice it? You know, usually you shoot mm-hmm. your feet are like your right foot maybe is a little bit ahead, of, uh, but not much. He was almost like, it was very, it was kind of an awkward almost uh, shot, I thought. But he, And then he got to the rim and finished a couple at the rim as well. So you got yeah. a little bit of everything from him. Played with confidence, played, played physical. Yeah, he gets two corner threes, and then he gets one in the paint, one in the floater zone. So uh, a good night for him, and I do hope that it means that he's back in the rotation. I just think the Nuggets are better if they can have yeah. him as a regular. It saves you minutes for a couple of other guys. Um, Bruce Brown played the most minutes tonight, 32. Actually, he's tied with Jamal Murray, who played into the fourth quarter wow. tonight. Um, I'll start with Bruce Brown, though. Bruce Brown, listen to the stat line. You might be surprised by this vote. 12 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. It's funny. There's always one. As I was walking up, I asked Wind. I said, I haven't seen the final box yet. <laughs> Who's the guy? Who am I going to be surprised when I was check the it? score? He said, you got to look at Bruce Brown. And maybe not surprised because he's been doing this, but that is... There are guys like Paul Millsap where the box score doesn't reflect all the ways they're valuable, but sometimes Bruce Brown puts these stat lines together, which show you how like multifaceted he is, the various ways he can contribute. He did have six turnovers as well, but I thought for the most part, this was a sick and straight game where he... It's like the foxhole thing, man. He just battles. You don't have to First worry team about, all foxhole. You don't have to worry about him showing up for First work. rounder in the foxhole yeah. draft. You guys, here's a take for you that I'm, I, I half-baked take if you guys are ready for it. Oh, I just, I'm just, ready. just thought of it while I'm sitting Perfect. here. Perfect. Because the staggering tonight, because Murray was going to the bench, you know, Bruce Brown is basically playing. Usually it would, he would come in for MPJ. He came in for Murray. I think that lineup is a better lineup for bad teams. It's against good teams. You want Murray to be out there. So you probably want Bruce Brown coming in for MPJ and you're going to do that. Maybe even close some games, you know, like that. But against bad teams, the ball pops just a little bit more when Murray's not in there. And and you can get some more of this action. Michael Porter goes off. Jokic gets all these assists. I almost feel like that lineup lends itself more to the ball is popping. 
which is super effective against bad teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Brown uh, made sure, or Bruce, made sure to have the ball in his hands and then just trying to facilitate. That's where the turnovers come. But, like, when I'm looking at, at Brown, like, like when you, like, do, like, max preps for, like, high school sports, you don't know what the actual size is. The people lie all the time. I really <laughs> don't know what, like, Brown is. If I, like, was just looking at numbers, I would Six, think four? he was a big man. Yeah, all right. Saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, 12 rebounds. Stats, 12 rebounds. You're like... There's a guard that's getting 12 rebounds, and then you see, like, the six assists. You're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. This, guy, this guy does a little bit of everything. I really don't know what he's best at um, besides just bringing it. Every single time, like, he's out there, um, he's going to play hard. Like, like, like Vote was saying, you never have to, to guess if, if he's going to play hard. Right. It doesn't matter if he's with the starters. It doesn't matter, matter if he's with the backups. They could be down 20. He's still playing yep. um, hard. Yep. And, and that's just like how you build a, a second unit. That's how you build around a guy that, that you could put in in every scenario, and he's going to be playing extremely hard um, and leading by example. So uh, Brown, even though he had the six turnovers, like a really good game from him, and we've seen this every single game. Yeah, you know he does play with fu energy though. Oh, You're right totally. about that. Like he plays totally. with like even when yeah up down doesn't matter. He'll he talks too. He, that's what I was gonna say. The, yep. Against the Celtics, they were down like 15 at the very end of the game, and he would power through a layup and then yeah. just like. Mother F a guy, you yep, know, like, yep. and you're like, dude, you're down, whatever. You know, keep your energy. You <laughs> but know. I love that energy, yeah, of course. I, especially for this team, especially on this bench. Um, Bruce Brown's motor is insane. I I can't get over how hard he plays, yeah. and. You watch him, and he's a guy who not only plays hard, but just looks like he's playing hard. Yeah. Like Nicole Jokic, he plays hard, but it doesn't look like he's playing hard a lot of the time. I thought he had good pep in his step tonight, though. I mean, not to, I'm not going to get your yeah. point, but tonight I thought he looked like he was playing hard. Bruce Brown, you always just watch him, and you're like, wow, that guy, he's playing hard. Yeah. His motor's incredible, so he's just always going to give you effort. That's a great starting point for any guy coming off the bench for a team like the Nuggets, for a contender. And he's been great, man. He's been he's been the perfect piece. Speaking of ballers popping, Nuggets get 33 uh, assists tonight. This is the seventh time this season. Listen, they've played, what, 13 games? Mm-hmm. Seventh time this season they've wow. got 30 or more assists. Wow. That's not a normal thing. Like, 30 assists is like kind of a benchmark of, like, wow, the ball was popping tonight. You got 30 assists. They've done it more than half of the times. And, oh, by the way, this is now the – fifth time that they've gotten 33 or more assists which is like a supreme like they have a 37 assist game 34 and now three 33 assist games that's pretty incredible man that they're, they've just been playing the right way on offense this totally. season and again going back to Nicole Jokic and how he's coming to the year I feel like he set that tone right. he set that tone of okay we're gonna make the extra pass we're gonna pass up good shots for even better shots and everybody, I feel like, has seen Nicole Jokic play that way, especially the new guys coming into the system for the first time. KCP, Bruce Brown, maybe a little bit of a reminder to Michael Porter Jr. after he missed all of last season. You see Nicole Jokic playing that way, you're going to want to get the ball popping too. Right. You're going to want to pass up good shots for great shots because the best player on the face of the earth is doing that as well. And by the way, it's never smooth. It's never a quick read, but you can see Mike trying and thinking out there. There was one tonight where he hit Yoke in the post with a nice Oh pass man, over yeah, the that top, was a great where pass. You thought for sure he was going to shoot it and we even wanted I was him mad to. he didn't shoot. Right. It was a but great uh, pass. You can tell. I mean, this is I think he might be a tad more coachable than he's given credit for. He's at least trying. You can see the gears turning in I think terms he, yeah, of, for sure of, of finding for that sure. balance, you know? For, for, for sure. That, there's no question about that. Um, let's talk about Jamal Murray. I think he's the other guy that kind of deserves mention because he got 23 points tonight on 9 of 18 shooting. But this was a weird one in that I felt like he wasn't a part of the why the Nuggets won tonight. Like, he was okay. He was fine. He didn't do anything wrong. But I'm saying he wasn't part of it. And Malone left him out in the fourth quarter to play extra minutes. And I almost felt like I was wondering, why is Murray out there? I got nervous for a bit. Why is he out there? And it was like... You know, it's clear for him to get his rhythm, and I felt like he did. He had a very good garbage time stretch, but it was good in ways where you're like, you know what, these are practice shots for him at full speed. Yeah, you get some some real-life game action conditioning yeah. like for him where he's able to continue to just be aggressive and get himself um, into his own. Like, we're getting close to him, you know, just being all the way back. 
Um, and it's because he's playing so much so often and um, no real setbacks. He's not having to take games off. Um, he's, you know, in the rhythm. He's being aggressive. He's finding his rhythm on uh, mismatches a lot. The footwork is insane. Like, really, yeah. him on the block. I just feel confident every single time that he oh, takes Oh, he had a, a nice a, drive, Every too, single tonight. game he has one of those where I'm just like, oh, man, he, he looks good. Um 18 shots, like, he he's mentally he's back. He's like, okay, I could be the guy. I'm going to still score the basketball. Um, you know, so I really do think that he's getting into his own where I'm not, you know, starting to, like, just look at him and say he's not back yet. So um, mediocre game from him, but I like that he's staying aggressive. I don't uh, Mediocre, it's, been, it's funny because I don't even know if it was mediocre. I just, there was spectacular tonight from Jokic and Murray. But here's the thing I'm wondering, um, Wind, I want to ask you this. So... We love the starters. We know what they can do. The net rating is through the roof. Mm -hmm. We like Bruce Brown and Michael Porter's spot. We know what that can do, and it has a great net rating, and it you know has closed games. This is almost the third iteration. The the Murray out with and Brown in with the starters. I don't know how common it'll be, but I do wonder: is it good enough? And could Denver be comfortable enough that some nights? Murray gets the bench minutes, and sometimes Porter gets the minutes, even when Bones is healthy. Is that something you could do? For one for one reason, might make it harder to scout Denver to be like, well, we don't know which group we're going to get in the second unit. Point, yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think the further we go into the season and just the more comfortable and in rhythm Jamal Murray gets, I think maybe we could see that. You know, play that group in the first half, see how it goes. Maybe you got a Porter in the bench in the second half yeah. or vice versa. I think as of right now, just because Jamal Murray's not all the way all the way back yet, I still prefer Porter with the bench, but I think you could go to that look for sure. And look, Jamal Murray, 32 minutes tonight. We're 13 games into the season. I've been impressed with his durability so far. Yep, yep so far so good. Coming not off coming. the ACL, man, I mean, Kawhi Leonard, who knows what's going on with him. He's missed less time than Jamal Murray did. Jamal's playing over 30 minutes a game, every single game. Obviously, Denver hasn't had a back-to-back in a while. We'll see how Denver approaches the next one of those when that comes. But just 32 minutes tonight, you know, he looks good. Looks like he's trusting his body. Yeah, exactly. Looks confident. Seems like that minute restriction, you know, is, is pretty much gone right now. So I think he's just on a great path. What about this one? But I'm sitting here as I'm thinking about it. I don't think Malone would do this because it's kind of really far out of the box. What if the first half your rotation was Murray goes to the bench first, Porter stays on, and second half Porter goes to the bench, Murray stays on, and it almost lends itself better to closing with Michael Porter on the bench. Again, you can always call an audible depending on who's yeah. playing well or what, how things are going, but I almost wonder if you had a first half, second half rotation that was just different, and you have so many different looks. Well, we yeah. don't know that that's off the table, right? Like, oh. Porter's the, was the choice now because, obviously, you're not going to give Murray more minutes than he needs to take on his plate, and when, right. when you have more ball handlers, it hasn't been Murray. Um I forgot my point. What were we talking about? That was great. Man. That was awesome. <laughs> that was a full one. So no, but I think uh, I I think, and I think last year Malone said, well, the plan is to stagger Porter, but obviously they didn't have Jamal, so I don't think we actually know yet how they would fold him into the stagger if they would. Like Wind, I don't know if I'd be too surprised if by January that's something we see more often than not. Right. Yeah, I, see, I think sometimes it feels like that they try to do that. Um, but it's like uh, if he plays well, the audible happens where he's knocking down shots. It's like, hey, let's play him. Or if there's like a defensive like matchup where it's not benefiting him, they're like, okay, we're going to put him on the bench or he gets into foul trouble. So it's not off the table that it's already happening. We just aren't able to see based off right. of uh, the right. variations and things that happen. Yeah, I kind of like it. Christian Brown, I like in the rotation. I wouldn't mind Jamal Murray staggering a little bit more. Michael Porter staggering a little bit more. Mix it up. Get get creative, Malone. We'll see what happens. I do expect, by the way, I don't know. What do I, I shouldn't say I expect. I'm hopeful that Bones is back in the rotation uh, on, on Wednesday, that he's out of the protocols and able to participate. We should find out. Denver likely, because of the way the schedule breaks, tomorrow off. I expect them to practice on Tuesday. Yeah. Some, it some could probably be a light practice, but to get together and have a media availability ahead of Wednesday's game. So a nice little, you know, Denver just kind of went through a four-game road trip. Nice little catch your breath before coming back home for one game and then going on the road. Let's take a break. On the other side, welcome in a guest. Welcome in a guest from far, far away. 
NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. Tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins. In addition, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% where DraftKings stepped up. Same game parlays. The more legs you add, the more money you win. The bigger your profit boost is. You add 10 legs. The Brennan Vote Special. You get 100% profit boost. Uh, so check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week. Get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. With promo code DNVR and minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, Athletic Greens, guys. If you guys just want you know better gut health, if you want more energy in your daily life, if you want an optimized immune system, check out Athletic Greens. One delicious scoop of Athletic Greens. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods or superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. All you got to do is put one cup of Athletic Greens in a cup of water, a bottle of water every single morning. Boom. You are set. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance um also guys it's open enrollment season so check out denver health medical give them a call 303-602-4912 visit them online denverhealthmedicalplan.org they offer the elevate exchange plan which is available on the connect for four health marketplace they've got great benefits they got affordable plan choices if you are somebody who maybe doesn't get coverage through your employer and maybe are self-employed or need to get coverage check out denver health medical plan and check out their elevate exchange plans go to denverhealthmedicalplan.org or call 303-602-4912 enroll by january 15th all right, awesome. Back here, segment three. You got it ready for us there, Kale? Do you, do you have it? Guys, we do have a party bus coming up here in like another week. I think you have another week to buy tickets. We just had one. We're trying to do these every month. We want to make it a monthly thing. You guys know DMVR. We're a me- we're many things. A media company, a bar. We sell merch. We do all these different things. We're also like a social club. We want When you come to the bar, our hope is come and talk to us. Like, don't be shy. Some people are shy. Some people come to the bar. They don't know us. That's fine as well. But when you come to the bar, if you want to chat with us, you want to kind of pick our brain or just talk nuggets or whatever, we hope you do that. We'll introduce you to other nuggets fans and you come in and and that's the whole idea. It's a social club. These takeovers are like a monthly get together of our fans, you know, DMVR people to go to the game together and have a great time. And I'm telling you, there's no better way in the DMVR community to get to know other people in our community face-to-face as real people than on the party buses. I'm telling you, you always start out with a group of strangers and you come home on the bus as a group of friends and it's a great time. So sign up. Those I think we only have another week or so to sell tickets for this one. Who are they playing? Do we know? who? What, what is the game there? The Jazz. Oh, the Jazz. The Nuggets Jazz. Hell yeah. This might be the best one we have on the <laughs> whole schedule. Hell yeah. yeah. This is the best of all the takeovers. So uh, get rowdy, get loud, get ready for that I one. I wish you had one for the next game while I'm here. On Wednesday? I <laughs> yeah. mean, come on. On Wednesday, I don't think we're going to get it, but Saturday the 10th. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guys, we're welcomed today by uh, a very special guest, somebody who's been riding with us for a long time, uh, been in the chat, been on social media, been all those things. Help me out again. Sa- Saeed. 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 I got it right. Saeed, um, all the way from Israel. Correct. So, How are you a Nuggets fan from, from Israel? Oh, thank you. Thank you for it. Well, so I'm half Coloradian and half Israeli. So I used to live here. I went to see Boulder. Oh, okay. Uh, shout out. So yeah. shout, shout out. out. Shout out to the boss. Shout out to the boss. Dude, I, like I never went guy. to a Buffs game. Just shame on me. <laughs> yeah, but right. I've always been a Nuggets fan since 09. Like I got oh, on cool. that train, but like I never, almost never missed a game since. And how about now in Israel? How, how often are you watching the games? Uh, oh, like? Every game. Every single every, one. Every single game. Uh, it's hard to catch them live. So I subscri- subscribe to the NBA League Pass. Yeah. So... I, I was on the guilty side of watching illegal streams, but, uh, <laughs> but I Who figured because I had the NBA league pass while I was in Boulder and I remember the blackout. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. it's in, my, in the back of my mind, I'm going to always be blacked out. I'm right, like, right. well, I'm in Israel. I shouldn't be. Right, so I right. purchased it like two, three years ago. And then I've been. Just what time it. is it typically uh, when the Nuggets are on? What time is so it? So it's in nine hours difference. So it's 7 p.m. here, four in the morning there. Oh, that's like the worst. So six. 
three yeah. in the morning. So it's yeah, that's right. too early to wake up early because then even the game's over and it's still early. Right. Right. Yeah. So you complain about the late game, like eight thirty. <laughs> it's five thirty, so it's perfect. Yeah, like, yeah, I, you like, like right before ones. the kids wake up, I'm like on yeah. the big TV watching it live. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, I try to catch it as much as possible live. You know, I love that. I love that. All right, break down the game for us tonight. What uh, what did you see? Man, oh uh, well. First of all, I was kind of lament my lack for being here in Denver, facing the Boston, and then the Chicago. I always like in the back of my mind, like Chicago is going to be a tough game. So first <laughs> of all, first of all, they started really great. But my biggest take is the third quarter. Like yeah. man, they kept the lead. Actually, they increased it. Yeah. Uh, second. Second of all, kudos to you guys. Like, I couldn't keep up with, like, socializing and watching the game. <laughs> like, I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah, we're, we have a lot of practice. <laughs> usually, whatever. honestly, here's the true thing, because I'm glad you brought this up. Because usually, we'll have a TV up here. And right. I'll go downstairs. I'll do the thing. But when I really need to lock in, I'll come up here where I okay. can kind of get quieter or this or that. But we don't have that right now. But I'm glad you noticed that, because sometimes it is hard to... Be downstairs I, watching the game. I couldn't do it. Stuff. Like I was socializing. You know, I I had a great time, especially like, you know they're winning. But like I couldn't catch a lot of details except that yeah. the fact that uh, the lead in the halftime increased by the end of the third quarter. So right. that was, uh, of course, MPJ catching a fa- like uh, a fire. I need to go rewatch it. Of course, I don't have a way to rewatch it now. I have to wait till <laughs> so I'm gonna get you know blackout. You know the same way you watch those illegal streams. Well, yeah, I have yeah, to go. You, yeah, you can, have find, to go, you you can know, find the games. I have to go back yeah. in time, man. I hate that. Well, I'll be back to Israel on Friday, so or watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Watch it. But I mean, you have to have been impressed with what you saw from Michael Porter. Of course, man. That's like that's that's how I was telling vote earlier. Like they need to find him more. Like that's sort of the thing that I've been noticing. Like. He disappears on the second unit, especially. Like, he disappears. Yeah. He's just running like he's ready to catch. I don't know, like, how they should integrate him more into the game. Like, what they need to find a way either to drive in or, like, dunk or just to shoot, catch and shoot on threes. But, like, yeah. he's being, like, a neglectable part, piece on the second unit. There's two things. Number one, it's funny because they run that X out play. I broke it down a, two years ago when Mike would, Denver would run it for Michael Porter all the time. Now they run it just as often as they used to, okay. but for Jeff Green. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Jeff Green has taken his spot. They always call it the Jeff Green ISO play. That used to be the Michael Porter ISO play, and for whatever reason, now they're going there. So that's one of it. But the big thing is, and Denver's never done this, they actually did it tonight on accident. I think it's because Porter was just excited. Uh-huh. They ran him around the court like he was Steph Curry. Like Again, I think it was just him running around the court off of all these screens or whatever. And I don't even think he got, a, got the ball on that play. I don't think he took the shot. But it's one of those things where... If Steph Curry is coming off of screens and running around the court, it's not one guy guarding him. It's mm-hmm. everybody guarding him because they're like, well, I have to help. I have to open up right. to get this guy through, and I might have to switch. Mm-hmm. And it occupies everybody's attention. And I just thought on that play that happened naturally tonight, it had the same effect. And so to me, that's the number one spot where they could probably get Porter Moore. It's just moving him off ball in ways that set up other actions Sure. And then obviously leave him open. If they, they can, can replicate go. what happened in the third quarter, like with the first unit, that would be great. Just to, man, like I, I, you, you guys should said it on the show before. Like he should be shooting, I don't know, ten to twelve threes. Like yeah. I feel like he's. I know it's a what lot. What do you get tonight? Nine? Yeah, six and nine. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Yeah, something like that. So, but still, I mean, that's a great offensive game. Uh, Jokic, like you guys were saying earlier. Um, like he's saving his energy for the playoffs. I'm worried how much, like a little bit, like how much he's gonna pick it up right away to be playoff. More, I, I'm not worried about Jokic's energy, man. I think his I energy. I love his been energy very good. right now. I thought his yeah. energy was good tonight. I, to to your point, I think he can flip the switch. He can just, absolutely. I think he we've can. seen it. Yeah, from quarter to quarter, like yeah. when he does it. Yeah. He took he sixty can. shots over three games. That's a lot. Honestly, I would wonder how many times in his career he's taken sixty shots over a three game period. I bet you would be surprised at how infrequent it was. And right. he just did that tonight. He took four, but I mean, he had fourteen assists. So I honestly, the Jokic thing to me, I am so not concerned about. Me that. too. And as I mentioned, I'm not only concerned. I I want more of it. I, I want him to keep playing <laughs> yeah, this way. He's like a hybrid car where he spins as much gas as needed. Like it lets yeah. all the electric electric yeah. power, you know, run yeah. through and I then like just <laughs> save, like save the yeah. gas. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. yokes a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> no, no you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hybrid yeah. car. <laughs> yokes a Prius. And on, on Murray's, yeah, 
on Murray's game, like the kind of yeah, yeah, the comfort with his body, man. I I don't know if you guys remember this play where he went to challenge uh, a guy. Uh, like to block him, and he just knocked him down. That takes some guts after that energy uh, injury. Sorry, right? Uh, that was huge. I mean, just for him to go stand up and defend. Oh. Uh, I think he, it was a foul, but still, like, just that self confidence yeah. with his body. Nine and four is a hell of a record. I mean, I wonder what Denver's record through thirteen games is. I'll have to do this later today or later tonight. Just kind of look at it every year. But nine and fourteen, have they been better than that? Do you think, Wind? Well, I'm going back. I think 2018, 19. What was the year they started really hot? They were nine year. and one. Yeah, nine but then one. they went on a four game losing streak. So, so nine and fourteen nine is five. So nine and fourteen is actually the best they've been through four. thirteen games. No, it's an arbitrary cutoff because it's only yeah. who says that for through thirteen games. Well, but they were they were nine and four in 2018, 2019. Then they lost that next game. Yeah. Um, they so, were though. So ten and fourteen would be the best. Start no, 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 no. Oh, 13 and 3 in 2019-2020. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So they did have one better start that, than this. That's when uh oh no. That's not when that's after the bubble. That okay. that's no, that's the bubble year. That was that's early the in the bubble year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Beginning of the bubble season. Okay. Yeah. They started 13 and 3. Okay. Well, wow. given the fact that Denver's been doing this, you know, on largely on the road right now I mean again they are 4 and 0 at home undefeated at home but just four games they are now uh 6 and 4 on the road so that's uh, that's just a really good job or, or actually 5 and 4 on the road that's a really good job let's get to some super chats we got a couple came in right Kale? Yep. let's lean in what do we well, got now here? I know what you guys go through <laughs> <laughs> love to see MPJ get 31 Love even more to see him do it while playing very solid D. All the vibes. Hell yeah, man. This was a vibes one. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. All the defense there. For yeah. sure. I'm telling you, Porter, there's discouraging things for sure, but there's a lot of encouraging things from him this year. A lot of encouraging things. Mixer says, Jokic is going to make his teammates lethal come playoffs. Also, <laughs> Chicago has most Nuggets fans after Denver. Lots of Nuggets jerseys in the building. I love yeah. it. A report well, from Also, from I mean, it is Serbia night. So, yeah. you know, like it kind of goes in hand in hand they're going to support their guy we got to see it in in person they love Jokic. Three hundred thousand serbs in the chicago area I'm can told. we get a freaking serbia heritage night in denver <laughs> you think so why not how is this not a thing because i don't think there's any serbians in denver so <laughs> the best player that's ever put what, on your jersey what is, is where do you stand on this dev because that's why don't you just have a Jokic appreciation night then? dev should start it he's <laughs> oh, a serbian can't do that. <laughs> yeah yeah i should put it together yeah but no, really, I, think that, I think that it would be cool to like uh have there's there's some i'm all for it i'm all for things. it so then like he could like go over say hello take a picture or just say what's up like to like let them know i'm here as well yeah. so mm -hmm. i think that it would be cool to yeah. have it there has to be more than 10 right you know like mm -hmm. so then they could come out to the game and feel pride in in it and yeah, also like, Jokic would like it. Like he'd love it. I feel like also if, if they did some stuff. If there's like not that. a ton, then you could give them like a, a VIP type of night, like an experience um, where you know you say, "Hey, True. you know we're Serbian. Bring them in. They could meet them before the game or talk to them after." I think that would be cool. So one of the stories that got caught from cut from the documentary. Um, it's pretty funny, man. Like Milos was telling one of the the main characters that we interview in the story are in the documentary he's telling a story about the sacramento kings and how everybody goes and he says in the time there wasn't really google it wasn't as popular mm -hmm. he says so when vladi gets goes to sacramento everyone was trying to figure out where the hell is sacramento we never heard of that city before and so we had to like <laughs> look it up and we're looking at a map and we're uh -huh. like okay oh it's close to hollywood he must be going back to hollywood or something <laughs> like that like they're just trying to figure it out but sacramento was on the map to serbians a place yeah. they had never heard of and it made me wonder like i don't think denver's serbian population is going to explode but i do wonder if like 10 years from now we're gonna look and see like you know there are a noticeable influx of serbians that moved to denver by virtue of hey miroslav you want to move out here yeah miroslav <laughs> come on bring, come on i don't know you never know but so hilarious it would be miroslav funny if there was a too. noticeable dip amount of like bump just because people were like oh there's denver oh it looks cool might looks be tough for him to yeah. pass the road hey, i was about to say miroslav would not pass any driving yeah, test. the driving <laughs> test <laughs> would be tough I'll tell you that right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> poor miroslav man check out serbian corner by the way we have no show tomorrow catch up on serbian quarter it was a great show this week and miroslav voya did a great job chill Ducey was great all right what else we got mortgage advisor says stagger like Kerr curry pull Jokic at eight back at three somebody help me did i read this wrong stagger like Kerr curry pull Jokic at eight back at three so pull him 
at eight minutes left. Right. He wants Jokic to play with the bench like Curry does. Oh, yeah. I don't State. like Fulham. I, I don't like that. I don't no, like that. Um, I think Jokic's rotation is fine. Yeah. I think he likes the long break. I do too. I think that's a big, a, a sneaky piece of this. And Denver has the scoring. Michael Porter, Jamal Murray to to stagger with the bench and, and make that unit fine. I think. And I, more to the point, like. Curry runs around so much. I do think there's something too short stints with short breaks in between because he's more of a sprinter in the way that he plays. I think yeah. with Jokic, he's a rhythm player. I think he likes his nine minute stints. Mm -hmm. Yeah, long stints, long break, long stint. I think I just he think used he to likes do it like the first quarter, like he used to last year, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play the whole way last through. Two years, yeah. All right, what else we got? James says ten dollars super chat. Hell yeah! Can we get Zeke some more minutes now? Am I crazy? We're invested in him and would like to see it pay off. P.S. Thank God for the Nuggets. The Broncos consistently ruin my weekends. <laughs> how could they? Hey, if they the Broncos do. are ruining your weekends, still like, well, how? You're yeah, too invested. Man. No, now you're too invested. You're getting the wool pulled over your ass. What are you doing back? You went home. What did he, you forget? He left something. Dude, Vote tried to pull a dev where he like, oh, I love that you forgot your oh, purse. No. <laughs> There's nothing better than that's, that's, that's why that's you left. Job. You Only tried to leave. Like, I love it. You vote. He yeah. tried to pull the dev and he had to. I hope you had to drive Walk back. Walk of shame. Walk of shame. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Yeah. You were talking about the Broncos. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the Broncos. They surprise you. Like, come on, man. How are you surprised by this? They, we're not talking Broncos. They're terrible. Come on. I love, I love them, but they're terrible. I predict that Zeke will play next game against the Knicks. <laughs> I don't. I predict he'll be in the rotation. <laughs> I, here's my He'll play like three minutes in this game, this right? An injury, no, like he will play important minutes. I, you look... <laughs> No, he's not going to play. Right, <laughs> I was, right, I was we'll about see. to say something. Might get we'll you in trouble see. practice on Tuesday. <laughs> Jose says, "Love you guys. Keep up the amazing work. If you can bring a past Nuggets to join this current team, what would it be and why?" This is funny. We get this one maybe once a month. You know, people asking like, "What former Nugget would you bring?" It's Chauncey Billups. It's easily Chauncey Billups. He's a great player. He's, I mean, come on. Like he was yeah. a great three point shooter, great defender, great floor general, strong, big. Like did all Andre great leader Miller, for sure. Here's his Andre Miller over right, Chauncey. Right now, I just want Andre Miller. Yeah, I mean he's around. Yeah, he's, he's around. <laughs> to me, it's Chauncey. Do you have you, one? Well, you almost had Andre and, and uh, keep it one thousand back in the day. Who Andre? Uh, you, you, ninja? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, almost, almost had him. Almost, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he had no internet. For me, well, yeah, I mean uh, <laughs> Chauncey would be a good a good one. Like, of course, I yeah, mean Chauncey I mean, to me is like the the best. Is there any yeah. other any Marcus Camby? <laughs> no. What? Marcus Camby? How about a Paul former Milsa? defensive player of the year? The worst defensive player of the Adam, year. How about ever Paul a he'd, be uh, a, Paul he'd be a pretty Paul good Milsa. backup yeah. center. And we're talking prime players? Like, sure, man. You don't Paul think Marcus Camby would be a good backup center? No. Mm -hmm. Wow. In today's NBA, are you kidding me? Okay. Come on, man. Are you, you think he would be? What's he doing for what's he doing for the Nuggets? Shooting? Shooting Re 15? rebounding? Or do out You really are trying good. to get that. Like, yeah, he's yeah, come on, man. No Might as well be uh he's enjoying JJ Hickson. <laughs> you That's a terrible answer. Shut up, you selfish, <laughs> selfish answer over here. All right, finally, a oh, fifty-piece from Dylan Smith. Holy hell! Damn, Dylan Big win. I was there. I oh, try nice. to go as much as possible, but it's so hard in the military. Denver stays undefeated. When I go, the last one I went to was OKC in 2018. Love y'all, and every nugget is great. Love you, Dylan. Hell yeah! Sharing Ooh. the love. Uh, bring that. Oh man, you just deleted. It. Uh, it's, all, it's all good. Also, though. Thanks for your service. Uh, thanks for your service both there and also attending the Nuggets games because they always win. Yeah, I'm right. Is there another one that just showed up or no? That's all of them? Um, you guys want a quick around the association before we get quick, out of here? Very quick. There's like <laughs> one that I have to see. Have to see. All right. I, and just a, a reminder, you know, no show tomorrow. We will be back Tuesday. Nuggets have practice, so we'll be doing a practice recap. We'll be doing all those things. <laughs> but that doesn't mean we actually have a pretty big announcement coming up later this week. You guys are going to want to stay. Big, big thing, big announcement for the DNVR world that I think everybody that's listening to this, watching this, whatever, is going to be interested in. Um, but first, around the association, guys, right now, oh my God, we're going to start here. The Kings look like they're going to beat the Warriors. They're up six with 33 seconds left. The wow. Warriors, man. Here's the thing. Dev, actually, tell me this. It's early. The Warriors will figure it out. They have things they can do, whatever. Steph Curry just had two of the greatest games he could possibly have. They eked out wins. Tonight, he has 27 points. I'm sure it was a good, not great game from him. And they're going to lose to the dang Kings. I actually think, I don't saying that there we should be panicked about the Warriors. I'm not saying any of that. But I don't think this is meaningless. I think there's something, too. The Warriors just are not as good around the, the edges. They're not as good 
as you probably need to be to be a true contender? I always want to like look down on them and then they just shock you when the playoffs come. But the that second unit is not great. And also the the wins that they have, Curry's had to go nuclear. And you just can't expect that every single time. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to just, you know, give up on on a team that's like elite like that. They're the defending champions for a reason. But there is a lot of changes that they've made. The the vibes are not there like we have one like you know we've seen in the past. Um and the defense is down. So yeah, it is you know meaningful that they're losing all of these games in a row. So but here's the thing. They have the number 1 starting lineup in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They're still 5 and 8, soon to be 5 and 8. This is my point. It would be one thing if the starters weren't playing well, and it's like, well, we know Steph and Draymond and Clay, they're going to get it together. They got it together. They're dominant. It's not good enough because, again, I didn't say that they're not good enough. I said the edges are not good enough. The other guys are not good enough. Didn't they get rid of uh, Payton and like Gary Payton, yeah, 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 Gary Payton to the they, and, to and the, Otto Porter and Bielitsa. So they thought they can just do it with this, their stars. Like, they just completely maybe neglected. Uh, I, I mean, I think they have a $500 million. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. They're paying more than any team in history for their team. They right are, now. but, like, to mesh together, it's they didn't keep the chemistry, I guess, um, from last year. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to trade Wiseman for somebody. That's, that's what, this is what I'm getting to. I'm not saying that is 100% I'm, like, certain of this. I just think at some point the Warriors are going to end up having to look around and go and, like, we wanted to do both. It's not going to work. We're going to have to decide. And then they'll be good again, and then they'll be a contender. And then they'll win another couple championships. <laughs> Maybe, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I don't think it's going to happen. They with know the way. Wiseman. I just <laughs> they know, know the way. way. Um, don't even have to Google it. The Thunder beat the Knicks early this morning, 145 to 135. Woo! Knicks in town next week. Shoo. They play no defense. Oh, I love oh, it, baby. That's a high-scoring game. That's about to be we, fun. Might, that might be a fun. That perfect man. for a Zeke Naji renaissance. Oh, Zeke Naji renaissance. <laughs> yeah, Zeke Naji and Christian Brown. This is about to be lit. Shea Gilgis-Alexander scored a 37. He just scores 37 every single night now. That's <laughs> just, just pencil him in. That just pencil him in for 37 points. Um, the Timberwolves beat the Cavs. This is the best win. This is a statement win of the year for the Timberwolves. They have not had good vibes there, but you have to feel great about this one. And it happened despite Darius Garland getting 51 points. Yeah, wow. to overcome a 50-point performance, man, like, really, you had to have everybody bringing it. Uh, yeah, they're playing without Donovan Mitchell, but still, 50 points in a game is insane. Um, but, like, this is the first time that I've seen D'Angelo Russell all year have a good game, 30 points, 11-13, and he's been bad, bad, especially from mm-hmm. beyond the arc. So it was good to see him have a good game, I was guess. Was it good? It was good to see that? I guess. Was it so good Were you, when you saw that? You thought, oh, how good is I that? I say, you know what? That's got to be good. That's got to be good. <laughs> Six and eight for them. Uh, the Cavs fall to eight and five. Cavs were what eight and one? Have they lost four in a row? They're coming back. They're to eight us. and five. They're eight and five. But I'm saying I think they yeah. were eight and one. So they oh. think they're on a little bit of a slide here. The Wizards. I should say Brendan votes Wizards his favorite team. Uh, Wizards pick up a win over the Grizzlies, 102-92. The Grizzlies now fall behind Denver. They're 9-5. and five. They fall behind them in the standing. Steven Adams had 12 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Any notes from that one? No. <laughs> Good job, guys. All right. The thing is with 25 points. Uh, the Lake- Roddy was horrible. The Lakers currently are trailing the Nets in what was the marquee game of the year coming into the season. You've got <laughs> Kyrie. You've got Ben Simmons. You've got Kevin Durant. You've got mm-hmm. LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Day. Who cares about that game? Can you, can you believe we're only 13 <laughs> games into the season and Lakers-Nets is like the least no, interesting game? not be happier. Game. Be happier like you know? The least interesting game. Although I should say the Nets, what are they, 4-0 without Kyrie right now? Or 4-1, something yeah. like that? So I, I have a lot of people tell me they think Kyrie will not play again. There's like, there's a lot of people too. that are saying yeah. like he'll never play the NBA again. I'm but like, it's I don't weird because they've been having That's all this positive me. stuff coming out of brooklyn about like the conversations and things that he's doing like he's gonna play again yeah i think i am i'm with them apologize on the lakers and that's uh and that's it guys that was a good night in the association hell yeah did i miss one i think we're missing no i don't think so uh, oh nothing happened that game yeah i think it was a close one i don't remember all right fine beat philadelphia (laughs) had a had a win tonight they eked out a (laughs) (laughs) jay Yeah, just, keep up, Come on, I'm trying to make a mark yeah, on this yeah, show yeah, for the first time. He's like, wait, I screwed I, it up. He's like, wait, these guys sucking around the association. Like, but Adam forgot a game. I'm like, oh, no, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I got to give credit where it's due. Tonight, Joel Embiid, go 
goes off. Fifth, listen to this line. It really is the this craziest is like, line. Really, this is the most insane. <laughs> this, this is, is one of the will, craziest lines I've ever seen in my life. Type of line. Fifty nine <laughs> points, eleven rebounds, eight assists, seven block shots, nineteen to twenty eight shooting, twenty to twenty four from the line, wow. and a plus twenty five and a seven point win. That is an insane load to carry for. A he team. has to have like ninety Damn. FanDuel points. I think somebody said triple. I think Tony Neal said it was triple digits. He was like wow. it was a rare triple digit performance. Yeah, or that something. does not happen. Honestly, uh, Jokic had zero free throws in this game. <laughs> he had twenty of twenty. They combined for twenty four free throws. Twenty four free <laughs> throws. Yeah, that's wow. insane. And he's a tough guy. By all, <laughs> by all accounts, he was absolutely dominant. He's and you in have the conversation. You yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know what's funny is he wasn't. Now I feel like now he, he might is. be. Oh, yeah. he he might be. You gotta MVP, put him though. in the conversation. Uh, one day. I'm telling yeah, one day. He's like, so far, I wonder if Yoke had a 59-11-8 game if he would like, because he's not in the conversation right now. Like, honestly, you were too early for this, but I have seen some people kind of give their top five, top ten, or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's I coming. Even, I haven't even seen the top ten. I haven't even seen Jokic. And I'm not, like, there's no complaints. Yeah, no, not at all. It's less media coverage about the MVP this year, like, compared to last year. <laughs> last year, it was started before the show, like, before the NBA started. Like, oh, who's yeah. gonna, gonna I be feel like we're, we probably deserve a little blame for that. You think? <laughs> yeah, because it was Jokic. They want to get over it. They wanted to just get rid of that quickly. You know, yeah. We've been saying he thinks we started the MVP conversation. I think we might. Of. You oh, think so? Just a little bit. I don't. I do. I hate that conversation. So no way. <laughs> anyway, 59, 11, 8, and 7 is a hell of a line. Shouts to Philadelphia for getting the win. Uh, and also shouts to Utah, by the way, who almost won that game anyway. Like, think about that. Can you imagine putting up that line in a loss? Oh, my God. Well, that would have been the craziest <laughs> thing ever. Almost happened. Yeah. Almost happened. Um, but the Utah Jazz, uh, 10 and 5. They fall all the way to 10 and 5. So if we do an updated look at the Western Conference, Denver sits second behind Portland, tied with Portland, but they did lose to Portland. Um, and they are on a one-game win streak while the, the Blazers are on a one-game losing streak. So there it is. Denver oh, yeah. atop the Western Conference for the first time this Ooh. year and Where they have been be. mostly on the road. They've played wow. The Nuggets have played the second fewest home games in the NBA. Who's played the fewest? The Houston Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> they played three home games. Dude, I'm telling you, this is the conspiracy. You can hit the outro music. It's not really a conspiracy theory. It's actually real. The NBA does have teams that they're just like, they forget whatever. about. Think about it. They have the same amount of on the road. Houston and Denver. It's my like, conspiracy. Oh, God damn it. My conspiracy <laughs> is that the ball arena marketing team does such a good job of filling that arena up with concerts at this part of oh, the year. Oh, I love this take. This is such that a good take. The league like the, looks, the league looks at the available dates and they're like, man, another year where Denver just can't play any home games yeah. in October. Or is it the Avalanche are playing more home games? Avalanche haven't played in a lot either. That's the thing. That's why I have Jeez. this conspiracy. The uh, Avalanche okay, are great. also near the bottom of the league in the amount of home games. I would love like, that the Nuggets man, are in sync. Backstreet Boys, like Ballerina doing Katie it again. Nuggets Perry doing it again. Kitty Perry. <laughs> Bad ball. Like, man, this is Ballerina's doing it again. Theory. This is a great yeah. one. <laughs> Honestly, the Nuggets get off to bad starts because Crocky's booked too many concerts. <laughs> Actually, their best season that way, 12-13, when they went. Yeah, it was, right. it was they, January, they February. like. Uh, 13 yep. to 3 games I think the last month Hey maybe it'll work out The exact same way I'm looking at Hopefully. this Denver's played 4 home games The Miami Heat Have played 9 <laughs> A lot of teams Have played 8 7 or yeah. 8 home games The Miami's played 9 Denver's played 4 But that's a good thing Alright Thank you guys for hanging out with us this entire night. This was a fun one, a vibesy win. Three and one on the road trip, man. I will take it. I will take, take it. That's that a good one. Denver, I thought, learned some important things about themselves. And I'll even go as far as to say, I think the Denver Nuggets leveled up on this road trip. They mm. got a little bit better in a meaningful way. Just a little bit. This is the process of a season. They got mm -hmm. a little bit better, and we saw some of that tonight. Yep. Hit that like button on the way out. Check out Serbian Corner. Don't forget about it. We're going to be back Tuesday. See you guys then. Thanks for having me.